Hello and welcome to the Mission City Podcast. Today, our campus pastors Dave Cash and Chuck Foster will address some of the most common questions regarding lifestyles. Is it a sin to drink alcohol, to gamble, to get a tattoo? We're going to talk about all of these and more today. And be sure to let us know in the comments if you have any questions that you would like us to talk about. There's a lot to cover here, so here are Dave and Chuck. Hey, good morning, Dave. What's going on, bro? I just realized I don't have any coffee with me, so... I know, yeah, what are you going to do? I'm going to have to reach across and take a little sip. <laughs> share. Oh, I need this share coffee share so bad. Lot. I need this coffee so bad. It was cold this morning. It was cold. It was... Uh, I remember my daughter uh, and son leave for school, 7.40. My son goes, walks down the end of the street to get on the bus. My daughter has the bus come to the house, and both of them commented. Of course, he wore shorts today. Um, yeah. Even though it's like 45 degrees, but you got to love the weather, how it's been lately. Yeah. There was a guy that came to Man Shirts this morning. He showed up and he was in shorts and shirts. And I looked at him like, you crazy. He goes, man, I'm from Michigan. This is midsummer. I said, yeah. yeah. You uh, know what today is? You know what today is? Today, today is our 21st <laughs> podcast. Wow. You know, and from what I've been told. How did, how did, how did, how did we last? How did they, how did they, the how generosity of people amazed me. But uh, that puts us in an elite status with only 1% of podcasts making it to 21 podcasts. That's pretty incredible. It is a bunch of quitters out there. Yeah. Bunch so, of quitters. Uh, we didn't quit. No, we're determined. <laughs> I'm just going to stick that it out. Athletic, hey, all, athletic and biker spirit is yeah. like, we don't ever stop. All 33 of you that are watching. Thank That's you. Right. Thanks. Uh, no, it's yeah, awesome. To, to all our families. Thank you for watching. <laughs> yes. No, it's been a, uh, <laughs> it's been a fun thing to do with you dave yeah it's been i've blast. enjoyed it, you know, we, it all the time. i hear people all the time say that they, they they love it you know we we try to address topics that are um relatable that people can really relate to that yeah. maybe they're walking through a particular issue in their life or well, that's how the holy struggling. spirit always works he can use yeah. you know two regular guys like you and i who aren't anything special by any means except in the eyes of our god yeah. and uh, the holy spirit can can allow our experiences or yeah. you know and sometimes we start talking about something we end up going in a completely different direction and then we hear better i think response when those things happen uh, yeah, I can't tell. I can't tell you how many times we've planned a topic, and at the end of it, we're going. Uh, that wasn't even really yeah. where I thought we were going with this. Yeah. But it's, you know, the Holy Spirit is it's either uh, the Holy Spirit or my lack right. of preparation. One of the two. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's right. He's right all the time, Dave. Whether sure. you are or not, yeah, or yeah, I am yeah. or not. So, no, I hear you. It's kind of cool. We got some really interesting questions. We're going to kind of dive into some lifestyle sort of thought processes today. Yeah, some like, of the questions you... that people ask, you know, hey, what do y'all think about this? Or what does your church think about this? And those kinds of things. And so today's question is, and we hear this frequently, is what your church is or what are your individual thoughts on consuming alcohol or drinking alcohol? Mm -hmm. um, where does your church stand on this? And before we, we go too far down, let me begin by saying where we firmly stand is the fact that Scripture's very clear that drunkenness is a sin. Oh, absolutely. You know, I right. don't think we can debate that. You can, mm -hmm. you know, you can, you know, whatever you want to comment, Scripture's very clear very that drunkenness clear. is an absolute sin. Do not be controlled by wine, which can lead to debauchery, uh, but be filled with the Spirit. And it's funny because so often we get the first part right, don't drink wine, but also be filled with the spirit. That's about control. Who is controlling mm -hmm. you? And so if we're allowing alcohol to control us or really anything outside of the word of God to control us, 
we'd definitely say that's a sin. Yeah, um, 100%. I think that uh, um, we can look at a myriad of, of things that we, if we place too much of an emphasis on, uh, on something, it, it, even a good thing, yeah. can, it'll, be, it'll become sin. Yeah, if you and live hurry, wrong through your kids, right. that's a sin. If you're putting your sin as an idol, you know, we know the story of Abraham and, and Isaac. And, yeah. and uh, you know, we don't want to do that. We always want to magnify the name right. of the Lord Jesus, bring our kids up in, in discipleship, and they need to see us and, yeah. and all this. So anything could be if we're controlled by anything outside right. of the Holy Spirit. Well, there's a scene from, uh, I'm going to tell my age, from uh, Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. I don't know if you've seen Is that. Is that the one Kevin Costner? Kevin Costner. Sometimes he has the accent, sometimes he don't. Yeah, he's terrible. It's terrible. But he's, it's actually a pretty entertaining movie. Movie. I like Morgan Freeman in that movie better than anybody. No, but I like the bad guy. What the, was his name? Uh, oh, you tell him. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, yeah. Um, he was Hans Gruber Hans, in our Christmas yeah, movie. Yeah, he is, he is Hans Gruber. But, uh, you know, he's the, the guy's right along. It's the priest. And he says, and, and God did something amazing when he created ale. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and so, you know, there's this perception out there that, right. that, that everything that God creates and, 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 and uses is can be for his good, but it also we as a human race can take anything that God has designed and make it bad, just right. because that's our nature. Right, that's our nature, and the same is true with alcohol. Right, right. and so I would say, as we said, drunkenness absolutely sin. Yeah, that's non-debatable. I think each individual needs to pray and seek the Lord on whether or not he can indulge in a beer at home, a glass of wine with his wife when they're out to dinner, those kinds of things. Um, because for me, most people have heard my testimony. My background is addiction. And so I had several years of living in addiction, mostly alcohol. There was drug abuse, but I, I alcohol was really the thing that mm-hmm. controlled my life for, for a long time. Right. You know, And I remember telling myself, um, as long as I don't drink alone, as long as I don't drink when I'm at work, if I don't do those two things, then I'm not an alcoholic. It didn't matter that I was blacking out every night, not remembering anything. Right. I was obviously an alcoholic um, because I was. it was a day I had to have it. I needed it to take the edge off. I needed it in my work. I needed it in my, you know, gave me boldness or whatever, but eventually it became where it controlled me. And so it definitely became a sin. So for me, I abstained completely even though I've had 20 something years of being clean and sober and not having a drink, uh, you know, if I ever start to question, well, maybe I can have one because it's been that long. The Holy spirit immediately goes, why do you have to have one? Well, you hit on the, you, know? you hit on the core, th- core word there. You, you, in your mind and in your heart, you needed it, right? You needed it for a purpose. You yeah. needed it for this instead of, you know, we need the Holy spirit, right? to give us courage. We need the Holy Spirit right. to take the edge off. We need the Holy Spirit to move in our life to give us confidence or, Absolutely. or whatever it is. And so when it becomes a need, you know, we have to ask what is it what is the need right. for? Right? Is is the need to replace what God can do in our lives versus not. Right. right? And so I always look at and I I had, this is this has been a change in my heart over over a long period of time because I I was like you. I used to partake Pretty regularly, um, to the point my dad was a, my dad was what you called a friendly alcoholic. Matter of fact, he, he some people drank, they got angry, got mean, got abusive. My dad, when he drank, became everybody's favorite guy. <laughs> 
You know, it's not like and, the old Bud Light commercial. I love you, man. <laughs> yeah, he was absolutely, and I love you, man. In fact, I remember coaches tell me all the time, man, I loved your dad. I said, the only thing is, is that when my dad went everywhere, everywhere, he was, he was, he was pretty sauced, and he he was a manageable alcoholic, right. and and so nobody saw the problem in that, and I never saw the problem. And so I thought, well, my dad was a likable guy when he yeah. when he had a few drinks, and so. I didn't think anything was wrong with that and problem with that. The problem was is that there was things that ha- were happening behind the scenes that I never knew about with my mom sure. that, yeah. that I learned later in life. And so I didn't think it was any, any problem to have a few beers and, or have a, a you know, a, a glass of bourbon mm. and hang out or even more than a glass of bourbon, mm. typically a few. And, well, and, and I think you said something right too, is you're like, you can almost justify by going it, it enhanced my father's personality so mm. much that I enjoyed that more. So why is that wrong? And, and again, what we said a while ago, he was being transformed by alcohol, not transformed by right. his relationship with Christ. Right. And so that's what has to transform me is who I am in Christ, not who I am in the vine. In the, <laughs> in the vine. Yeah. I mean, in, in the bottle or whatever. Yeah. I, I mean, cause I can tell you, you, you take, you drink a little more than you should and you are a different person. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and for me, I remember the gradual, you know, it was like, I, got, I would feel the effects after one glass or one beer or whatever. And then over time, it was like way more than one, you know? And yeah. so it started. So for me, I would say, is it a sin for me to, to, to drink a glass of alcohol? For me, it absolutely would be because I don't know where that would lead me. You know what I'm saying? But there are other people You're who, taking a risk. Yeah, I am taking a risk, and I don't want to take that risk. You know, right. why do I have to prove... If I have to do it to prove it to myself, mm-hmm. then that's a pride thing. Mm-hmm. And pride goes before the fall, right. right? So I choose to completely abstain. Now, if somebody was to ask me... Uh, I, like I tell my son, because alcoholism seemed to have been a pattern in my family. So although my father really wasn't an alcoholic... Um, his father was, and all of his brothers. My mother's father also was an alcoholic and one of her brothers and many of her relatives. So it's on both sides of my family. So my son would ask me, why did you even do it? And I was like, son, I just didn't have the wisdom that where I grew up in church, where I was being discipled and, and mm-hmm. understanding that all I needed was Jesus. You have that leg up on me. And he's like, well, I'm never going to do it. So I recommend to him because the way it is, in our family, right. why take the chance? It's like, I always say, I don't have to worry about being bit by a poisonous rattlesnake. You know why? I don't play with rattlesnakes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But if you were like, well, I play with snakes, but to me, that would seem foolish. So for me, it would be foolish yeah. and unwise to consume of alcohol. And I think it, I think I pass that on to my son. So I would say for our instance, then stay away. But there are many people that can have a glass of wine or a beer without even thinking about it. I think time and place is also important. You know, if I'm, uh, I know for me personally, we can't in community around here because it is a sticking point. And so if we were to go over to, to loopy tortillas this afternoon and have a margarita, (coughs) would it be a sin to have a drink? Maybe not, but yet really it would because we're in a position where, we could cause someone to stumble within our own body, right? Within our own church. And so if I, if I'm like hanging out with you, Dave, and I, we're going, maybe we're going on a trip and we pull in someplace and I, and I want a beer and I drink one, 
I am because I know your situation. I know your history. I know your past. Yeah. I'm putting it in front of you yeah. as a way of in, in creating a temptation right. in you. Maybe or maybe not. Maybe you're right. strong will, but I don't know that. I'm creating a bad situation for you. So I'm it not. Lo- I'm yeah, not, you're not showing love. I'm not loving you right. in the right way. Uh, you know. So that you don't stumble. It's not the I don't want to cause you stumbles. I don't. I love you enough right. to not put you in that situation where you could possibly stumble. And it may not happen at that moment, right. but it could happen in a couple of weeks because you. Sure, it takes time. You know, sin sometimes doesn't just yeah, happen you immediately. One, you know, I I uh, I was telling somebody this the other day that. Uh, because of a lot of the, the the motorcycle ministry that I do, there's oftentimes that I find myself at places where people are drinking, but I always have one of my brothers with me or somebody with me that I'm never by myself, you know, yeah. just to make, yeah. you know, just to kind of watch me, so to speak. Um, and it doesn't bother me at all. I could be at those deals, but then again, I'm just there for an hour or two and then I'm gone. Somebody had asked us to go on a cruise with a group of people. Most of them were talking about how they were, man, I can't wait, I can can unwind with some margaritas and drink. And I, I told my wife, I was like, I don't think it's a good idea for me to go on that because it's seven days or whatever. And it's all day. Maybe I shouldn't because I could find myself maybe justify while well, I'm on the boat. It's just one or two. I won't do that when I get home, but I don't need to roll the dice. I don't need to take yeah. the chance. And so I, I chose not to go on the cruise. Now we may as a family go on a cruise or we may go with your family or something like that, yeah. but I just, thought in that instance, that might not be the the smartest thing. So I think what you really have to do when it comes to this issue of alcoholism is pray, what is what is best for you and your family? And to remember that our kids are watching and other people that might not be as far along spiritually as you are, I would, I would take that very seriously and make sure that I prayed about it. And, and that's what I would say when it comes to the issue of alcohol. All right, second question of the day is about gambling is gambling oh i forgot to look at the lottery numbers uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's is, a joke i is, haven't bought a lottery ticket in 20 something years what if it was like two billion billion with a b what would you yeah man that's that's tempting isn't it it is you know it is one thing with me is i was so money driven prior to my relationship with Jesus Christ. Yeah. That money really isn't the stumbling block for me at this particular time. I'm not saying that it couldn't be. I remember watching wrestling back in the day, WWF, and remember the million dollar man, Ted DiBiase, who's now an, uh, an evangelist. Um, he would say that. every man has his price. Yeah. Every every man has his price. You know? uh, yeah. And uh, it was always these, these uh, little you know, skits that he would put on about buying somebody, you know, or whatever. But anyway, uh, that's not really been so much my issue as far as the, you know, I'll give you a billion dollars if you, yeah, that's not really the way. I mean, I have, I have my own struggles. I'm not trying to sound (laughs) super spiritual because we just talked about alcohol and my struggle there. So, uh, but I get what you're saying, you know, so that's, that's the question. Is it, is buying a lottery ticket a sin? Is Gambling you know, is gambling is, is is going to the casino. Let's start there. Let's let's start with the whole well because casino it, thing. Well, well, I we can, but I also would argue that when we invest in a company or we invest in a stock, is that not somewhat gambling that a company is going to do well, or is that just great speculation? 
I have great speculation that these four cards that I'm going to turn over are going to be kings and or a king and an ace, and I'm going to have 21. So is that a good investment? So, yeah. So is going to the casino, is that a, you know, is that a righteous thing to do? Um, my argument would be probably not. Right. Um, I think where most of our people would probably be, fall in this would be number one lottery do we play the lottery right uh but what about just you know a couple guys getting together going out and hitting the hitting a little round white ball and playing for because i used to do this all the time when i was a kid this is how i made my money that i could buy the hamburger in in the at the uh clubhouse and you know i would i would gamble with the little high school guys and they played on the golf team and I would go out there and I would gamble with them. And I would always, I always have my meal paid for because I would always beat them because I would gamble. Is that, that's a, that's a tough one. Yeah. You know, so, you know, for me, it's uh, <laughs> sort of like what we talked about a, lot, a while ago with alcohol. There are some people that, uh, I mean, I used to play golf regularly with one of my deacons at the very first church I pastored. W.T. Blair, one of the most godly men I ever met. And uh, I think I shared this on a podcast once before. W.T. actually was a sixth-grade table group leader that Pastor Matt's father was in his table group when he was at this <laughs> church serving. It shows you what a small world it is and yep. how far back I go back with the Serber family. But uh, anyway, I thought that was always a funny deal. But W.T. was one of the godliest men I ever knew, missionary, everything. And so we would play on this nine-hole course. Uh, you know how those little nine-hole courses work where you play the nine, then you reverse and play them backwards or yeah. whatever. And so at the turn, as you call it, when you get to the after the ninth, we would always say whoever was in, in last place had to buy the other one a Dr. Pepper and a Reese's Peanut Butter Cup. And one like day <laughs> I said to him as a guy, do what? That sounds like a deal. <laughs> yeah, it was a deal, you know, and because uh, that gives you that little extra energy. And yeah. the thing about it was we were each going to buy that. That happened to be both of our favorite candy and both of our favorite drinks. Yeah. So, you know, it was like, well, we're going to be buying that anyway. Just the loser buys the other one, you know. So yeah. it was sort of like one day I go, is that is that wrong for us to be gambling like that? And he goes, well, if that leads you to leaving here and driving to Oklahoma to go to the <laughs> casino, then it probably is a sin for you. But being that we can just kind of laugh it off and you're talking about it being a nominal amount or, you know, a very, yeah. very small amount or whatever, he goes, I don't really envision that as a sin. You just were buying mine. But if it bothers you, then it's then it's probably a sin. Yeah. Uh, I if get, it's if it's yeah. is it your spirit or your conscience that is that is getting you? I was like, well, really, it's neither. I was just ran out of stuff to talk about and <laughs> wanted to learn something from you. You no, know, I mean, and it's tough because I, I Cheryl several years ago got sent on a um, a uh, trip to Las Vegas, you know, and her mom gave her a hundred dollars and said, "Hey, play the slot machines for me." And so Cheryl goes, and she goes into the casino, and she gets there, and she just cannot do it. Is that in, her, in her spirit was like yeah. she was just like she almost like crying because she was like I can't I can't do this, and so she didn't right. because in her heart she felt like that was not being a good steward of the money that her mom you know the mom right. needed that my mom's like you know she needs that money yeah. and so Cheryl had Cheryl had it in her spirit so obviously if she would have done that against her spirit against what God was really 
doing it in her heart. Yeah, that's a sin. The other day, I made Theo wear a Clemson shirt because we beat NC State, and the loser had to wear some uh, some other team's gear. I don't think that's at all. That's that's, is that gambling? Gambling on somebody's humility because I would never want to wear an NC State shirt, right? Right. Well, I think that's I think that's sort of a funny thing, but you know, and I think you can also err on the sides of of being too legalistic. Yes, with some things where you're just like very like my grandmother was a very godly woman, but she also sort of made up her own rules. And so <laughs> I thought it was a sin to play cards after a certain time on Friday <laughs> because I thought that was somewhere in the Bible, thou shalt not play cards after 7 o'clock on Friday. I don't know where she got it from, but to her, or any game, it wasn't just that. We couldn't play any games. And she wasn't Seventh-day Adventist. She was she was full-blown Pentecostal. I mean, she played the piano at the Pentecostal church, man, like Jerry Lee Lewis. You should have saw her. She was awesome. But, I mean, she she was very much afraid. And for her, she was married. My my uh, my mother's father was not – both of my parents' parents were alcoholics, as I said earlier. But she was always afraid that the devil would get a foothold. And so mm. she was very adamant about things we watched on TV and we allowed in our, in our minds and hearts to sort of process, you know, to process. So I think you, I think it's sort of the same thing with the, with gambling. It's like, you know, a lot of people that go to the casinos from what I've heard are people that probably need to put that money to better use. You know, they need to be tithing with it and, yeah. and giving to the, to the church and then paying the rent and taking care of their kids and so forth. And it's sort of the same thing. If you're buying alcohol when you can't buy groceries or you're buying cigarettes whenever you can't even or lottery provide tickets. or lottery tickets when you can't or getting a, paying for a tattoo whenever you really don't have the money to do that, obviously that is a sin and you're not being a wise steward not just with yourself spiritually, but also with the, the, the finances that God's giving you. Yeah, so the answer to the question is, well, it all depends. And it depends on where your heart is, depends on the, how the Spirit's moving in your life. Do, is that thing, alcohol, gambling, tattoos, as we, we're going to talk about, is that an idol for you? Right. If you're making these things an idol— then absolutely they become sins. Anything we make as an idol becomes yeah, a well, sin. Yeah, well, I think you have to look at, you know, we talk about this time, talent, treasure, right? And so Pastor Matt is in this series and mm-hmm. on um, on us tithing, you know, and biblical and giving, tithing bib- and giving. Life yes. giving. And, and what, so what you have to look at, it's not just financially what you're giving, but also your time. Is your time better spent? Like if I'm not being, if I'm not discipling my son and my daughter and I'm not, I'm not leading my family because I'm somewhere else, whether that's I'm working 18 hours on a job or whether I'm at the casino or whether I'm, you know what I'm saying? Then obviously those things have gotten a foothold into my life. And so you have to look at that time and, and really, is that how I want to spend my time and my talent and my treasure on those things? Yep. Well, that's good. That's good stuff. And so that's where I, that's sort of where we want to fall into with, with the idea of, well, is gambling a sin? Um, you know, why are you asking? Are you looking for us to give you the, yeah, you can go ahead and go. I think you need to, to really seek the Lord and, mm. and decide whether or not that is the best pursuit of your time, talent, and treasure. Hey, I know we were just getting into some great discussion, but for the sake of time, we'll have to wait until next week to hit the other questions. 
In the next session, we're going to talk about if tattoos are a sin and also about how a Christian should act in regards to politics. Until then, we'd appreciate you taking the time to rate and review this podcast on whichever platform that you're listening on. It really helps us reach more people with the gospel of Jesus Christ. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you next week.